How much money can you really save by negotiating with a car dealership? And more importantly, what can you really save if you shop President's Day? The deals, the savings, and items you do not want to miss all coming up on this week's Deal Guy podcast. Plus, I'm answering your money-saving questions. Well, that was a rushed intro, but I had a lot to say. I'm not going to rush through this podcast, though, because I am so honored that so many of you actually spend this time with me. So, hi, I'm the Deal Guy, Matt Granite. You might know me from my live show with Amazon. You might watch me on an NBC, ABC, or CBS TV station in your local market, or you might know me from YouTube. But I had no idea that there were so many people watching. I was, Honestly, I thought listening. Sorry, I got to get my mediums correct. I thought there were really maybe just like five or six people listening to these podcasts, including some of my family members and uh, half friends. I don't have a lot of friends, but I have a few and I thought they were listening. But I've just started to collect some of the, the numbers tied to these. And I'm actually amazed how many people are listening. And I, I want you to know that I take this very seriously. And I'm only going to get better at this. So thank you for making the time to do this. I am an unboxer, product reviewer, consumer advocate, and I developed an algorithm not too long ago to help chart price drops as they occur. I'm going to use that algorithm to try and, well, I'd say navigate through the deals that are going to drop over the next few weeks. Like a meteorological forecast, I promise an accuracy with all the deals that I'm going to predict. But more importantly, in addition to what I call my frugal forecast, I am also, in addition to that forecast, going to help you just with some of the the topics that I get a lot of questions over. And, and we've got a, a very good question on how much can you really save by negotiating a vehicle lease or purchase? And then also, what can you do to lower the price? So let's start with that. We're going to get to some subscriber questions. And I'm going to go through some of the deals from the week. And we will get this done efficiently. And wherever you are listening today, thank you. All right. First things first. How much can you really save by negotiating the cost of a vehicle? And I think in this case today, I'm going to consider the large dealerships, not Bob's used car lot, but the, the actual dealerships that, that we all have access to. And a lot of this will work with most brands, whether it's a very low end brand vehicle or a very high end, there is room for negotiation. Usually if you are looking at a car price that is over, let's say $19,000 negotiating correctly, you can save a thousand dollars, but it's not just negotiating on the car that I want to draw your attention to. So obviously secure your own financing if you can, that's great. If you are leasing or buying, I want to break down whether you should lease or buy as well. So there's going to be quite a bit of this devoted to vehicles. I know there are people listening right now where you don't need a new car. You're in a part of the country. Perhaps you rely on public transportation. Totally respect that. I did a podcast last week on when you should buy new versus refurbished items. So again, this is, this is not a car podcast per se, and I will skip this topic. Uh, I will skip ahead after this topic to, to different things that we can discuss together, but let's, let's actually start with the bare minimum of how much you can save and how you can save and whether you should buy new used, leased. All right. I'm always in favor of a used vehicle purchase. You will do great on that. The key though, is to make sure you get the warranty and make sure you're buying from a dealership. If you can, the warranties are so much better. And if anything goes wrong, you will be getting service where you can deal with an actual establishment rather than a person who may have quoted you one thing and so on and so forth. And the dealerships that most of us have access to are, are their ratings are accessible and you can see, and, and actually through word of mouth, know exactly who you're dealing with, which is key. 
used is great. Buying off-year models is wonderful. So for example, obviously if it's a 2019 vehicle you're looking at and there's a fully loaded 2018 versus a mid or base level of the 2019, always go that route if you can. We're now gonna talk about the folks that should lease versus buying a new car. And there's a lot of misconceptions tied to used and leased and rental. And I just had two cars totaled recently. So I would not buy me. I just bad luck. I parked outside my house so we could make room for another vehicle in the driveway to assist with our baby. And when I parked outside, a driver who was on drugs with a criminal record parked inside my car. If you haven't heard me mention that, I'm still getting over that. That happened right before the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. I know this is a bit of a tangent, but I've had a lot of recent experience with dealership lots as well. And then 11 months ago, I had a similar thing happen to me. Just bad luck, but I wasn't in the car. So that was key. All right. When you are looking at a lease, leases are actually wonderful for folks that do not drive considerable distances. Let me tell you why a lease is fantastic. I know there's so many people listening right now and I'm I'm aggravating and I'm infuriating you and you only purchase cars and, and so on and so forth. I totally respect that. Something about the American dream of owning a car. It's not an articulated American dream, but so many people want to own their vehicle. It's like a sense of pride. They they went, they negotiated, they own what's in their driveway. And the misconception is that when you lease a vehicle, you're essentially renting it. And that's not true. You're paying for the portion of the car you're going to use. And leases are great, as I've said, for those who drive short distances. City drivers. Uh, if, if you can can handle a certain amount of mileage, and there are actually some more leniency tied to different mileage rates that you can get. But whatever it is, if you do not drive a long distance, you're not doing cross-country road trips, and you want a new vehicle every two, three, or four years, a lease is for you. Think about how often you go through iPhones. There's people list or smartphones or Androids or Samsung. I'm using iPhones as an example because iPhone owners seem to be the particular breed. There's the iPhone owner that proudly has the iPhone 6 or the iPhone 5 and is still using it day to day and very excited about that. And they'll show you just how old and working their iPhone still happens to be. And then there are the people that need a new iPhone every two years. In fact, there's the folks that will buy the iPhone X. They won't buy the iPhone XS because they know it's it's a nominal update and then they'll buy whatever the releases after that. So every two years. If you like a new vehicle, you like the new features, you like that shiny car smell, and you don't want a car that has been put through the ringer, through whatever it is that you do to your vehicle, although keep in mind you have not a lot of room in terms of a lease, in terms of the damage that it can sustain and scratches. There's usually a $3,000 damage allowance or things like that. A lease is fantastic because, and don't worry, we're going to get to negotiating car prices and I'm going to talk about leases forever. Leases are great because you are covered for the entire time generally that you lease a car. So for example, if the average car has a 36-month warranty and your lease is 36 months, you are not going to be out of pocket any cash whatsoever over the course of that lease. In fact, if you package the lease with a service plan where you can get oil changes and various alignments included, you are in essence not putting anything into a car for three years other than gas. And yes, the lease rates are tiny bit more sometimes than the finance rates. But when you're done, you don't need to worry about selling at the car. You just bring the car back. And if you take out a new car from the same dealership, there's usually a loyalty incentive tacked on and you can drive some pretty wonderful cars that you might not otherwise be able to afford at some really phenomenal rates. So that's why leasing is great. Why is leasing bad? Well, it could potentially cost you a little bit more 
And if you drive a lot excessive distances or you have uh, a family and they, there's a lot of wear and tear on a vehicle, maybe a lease is not for you. And if you are someone that doesn't mind buying a car at a great price and then putting your own money into it over time, that's awesome. Keep in mind, cars are not an investment. Their value is depleted the second you drive it off a lot. I'm sure you've heard that before. So just obviously don't look at a car as anything tied to value. It's just how you want to budget, how much money you can put into it. For me, and I'm very different from some of the people listening right now, I, I have made it my mission to live a five-star life on a one-star budget. And for me, I need everything on a calendar. I know which months things are going on sale. I know which days I'm going to buy something. And I have my whole budget for the year already done. The reason I like leasing a vehicle is because I don't drive considerable distances, although I take out as many miles as I can on the lease itself. And I know exactly how much money I'm going to have to put into a car over the course of three years. There's no surprises. There's no powertrain. There's no anything. In fact, what I did, because I, I, I wanted to get in a really good rate, and I live in Toronto, where five-year leases are actually a thing. There are some five-year leases in the States. I took a five-year lease out, and then I extended the manufacturer warranty beyond the 36 months. So I know for five years, I do not need to put anything into my SUV other than $290. That's it. Everything is covered. The oil changes... The powertrain, the additional warranty, the tire, I got all the protection because I want to know for five years that I am paying a set amount of money per month. And then when I'm done, I've paid for a portion of the vehicle, the unused portion, whatever, goes back to the vehicle and then I start again. And I need that schedule because I don't like surprises. Would I be paying more over time? I did the math. And if I were to allow for the typical wear and tear on a vehicle and paying for the oil change a la carte, and anything else that life can throw at you, and with a couple of estimations, a couple of percentages, and I'm a math guy, so I really did this equation as, as much as possible. I estimated that I paid, on a whole, $700 more for the vehicle versus buying it outright over the course of leasing for five years. But I saved what I believe, in terms of oil changes, parts, tire alignments, I saved $3,200. That was my math. That was the vehicle. Everyone's different. But regardless of whether you're buying, leasing, or used, <laughs> the whole point of this podcast, I did want to get into the background of this, are negotiating tactics that you can employ when you are buying, leasing, or financing a vehicle. So here we go. First things first, if you've heard people say, oh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to hold my ground and I'm going to get the best price possible, I'm not taking no for an answer, you might walk off with a discount. You might also walk out with a dealership that hates you, where if you need any type of vehicle assistance later down the line, it's sometimes good to have good terms with a dealership. There, There is something tied to loyalty, and if you ever go back to get another car and you really like a brand, for example... You generally want people on your side. So there are polite ways to decline and make counter offers. Let's start with that. You go in with your research, not a price, your research. So whether it's the Kelly Blue Book or True Car, whatever website you're using, know exactly what a car is worth so you're not in any way coerced by so-called MSRP and all these other destination fees and things and so on and so forth. You know what your car is worth. You know what a comfortable price to pay for it is, and you know whether or not your dealership is around, above, or below that. That's great. Come prepared with that information. 
The second thing that you want to keep in mind is what you're willing to pay within budget. Because if you have some arbitrary number, but you can actually pay a little bit more and you can get a service plan thrown into your vehicle, you're actually going to be ahead of the game. We're going to get to how you can negotiate it on what in a moment. And then the best thing to do, I know a lot of advice. If you read Forbes, for example, they'll tell you to go at the end of the month where sales managers are often a little bit more lenient because they have the pressure to close the sale before the end of the month. I also highly recommend a few other times in terms of visiting a dealership. I highly recommend visiting dealerships on weekends. There's uh, just a little bit more pressure to make sales. Generally, weekday sales are, are right, just statistically from people that are buying cars for a reason. They have an appointment. They know they're going. They usually complete the sale. The weekend car shopper is a bit more of a browser. So they're usually frustrated. And if you go toward the end of the day, they are really looking to what could be their first sale out of another 20 people that they just saw. So that's great. Uh, go before closing. There's the pressure. They want to close. They want to close the deal. And, and that's great. But also make sure you have time. The other thing that I would highly recommend is test drive your vehicle on a separate occasion. I know that sounds weird, but if you know the vehicle you like or you're able to test drive it, really use the car, the, the time with the dealership to focus on the, on the finances of the agreement. If you're spending a lot of time on test drives, you're generally these days, whoever you are buying from, your car salesperson, has a certain amount of time they're going to devote to you. It's usually an hour. If they think they're going to get the sale, it's usually an hour and a half. If you spend 35 minutes or 45 minutes on the test drive and them getting the keys and you coming back and then the waiting, you've taken out from the time that they've mentally prepared to spend with you. And that doesn't always go that well because they do need to move on. There are other clients and there are people that are actually going to spend money. So that is that. The other thing that I'd recommend doing is if you can go to a dealership after any type of severe weather, obviously there's the hailstorm discounts, I'm not referring to that, but more the the snowstorms, the, the the flooding, the, the issues you may have had in your community where, where people may not be at a dealership, that's definitely something to keep in mind because they're just they're hungry to see people <laughs> and they're a little bit more flexible when it comes to to things with that. So that is uh, that is really worth it in my opinion. I, I should also mention that if you have a car that you're bringing back as part of an offer, you can get more leverage on the buyback. So, and this is probably why it would be another good reason not to lease. If you are looking to purchase a vehicle or lease a vehicle and you're bringing back a car, preferably from the same make to that lot, there's a lot more flexibility on what they will pay you for your car versus the amount of money they will take off the new vehicle that you are purchasing. So if your car is worth $11,000, you may be able to get thirteen dollars or $14,000 from them. Maybe, 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 maybe. They're is only a certain amount of money they will take off of a car. And keep in mind, there are suggested retail prices and there is some controlled pricing tied to a dealership. So if you are looking at a $30,000 car and it's a 2019, it's from a major car brand, you are likely not going to get it for $24,000. But this is where I find you can actually save a lot of money. And again, it's all about how you process things in your head. So work with me on this. We all feel really good if we can get a dealership to take $2,000 off the price of a car. We feel amazing, right? Oh, we, we just got the best deal. Everything is fantastic. Now, work with me here for a moment. I like to sometimes pay full price for the vehicle without any negotiation because that's not what I negotiate on. 
If you know that you drive your vehicle regularly and that you are going to bring some type of wear and tear to the vehicle, and we all need oil changes, and some cars need more frequent oil changes than others, and we all need service, and you plan to keep your car for, in my case, five years. In some case, you may be keeping your car longer, and that's great. I applaud you if you can. Awesome. Imagine being able to save $4,000 on service visits. Parts. Additional things that you would need to pour into your vehicle. That's a lot of money. That could be five or $6,000. So what I do is I go in and I tell them after a little bit of discussion that I'm okay to pay that price for the car. Sometimes I make them take off the destination fee and throw in winter mats. Yes, a little bit there. That could be, again, a de destination fee is usually 750 bucks. They can waive that, especially if the car is on their lot. And they can also throw in those overpriced 300 winter, $300 winter mats, the all season mats. That's my thing. That's fine. But with the service plans where I tell them we are going to negotiate, that's not usually done with the salesperson. That's done with the finance manager. So you have to be very careful how you do it because if the salesperson and you have a good relationship with them, the finance manager isn't, isn't the best person. You just want to make sure you're talking to the right person. You can also try and get your salesperson to indicate that you are going to going to be negotiating on these service plans. And then this is what you need to do with your service plan. Get everything you possibly can that you think you will use because your car is a money pit. You are putting money into it for so many different reasons and unexpected reasons over the period of time. Even the best cars have very expensive parts and very expensive service visits. It costs your dealership very little to give you free oil changes or a negotiated rate on your oil changes or the parts and the service that you are going to be doing there because the rate that they quote for labor is not actually what it costs them. Everything is inflated, as I'm sure you did not need me to tell you that. And if you get all of your oil changes, all of your maintenance and your warranty extended, or perhaps you buy the extended warranty by a year and they give you a discount on that, your package price on that could be five or $6,000 added onto a car. See what wiggle room you have on that. Maybe you want $6,000 worth of service and you pay two for it. But if you are putting $0 into your vehicle for any reason over a period of time and there's wear and tear on your vehicle, I'm telling you, there happens to be a lot of savings there. So again, sometimes it's it's how it's how we envision our our experience versus what's actually practical. And here's a here's another example that I watched someone. So there was a, actually an online coupon that I found for for premium seats on a long haul flight from Toronto to London, and the the premium seats were I think about 160 each. So it was like almost 300 dollars for for really good seats that were close to first class size minus the food where on a long haul flight, you were really able to relax. And there was a base fare for $300, Toronto, London, awesome deal. Great. Did not include seat selection, did not include a bag, did not include anything. By the time you add everything to that $300, you were at five and a quarter. For $50 more than that fare, they had another fare that included seat selection and the premium seats with the and the premium seats with the coupon. So sometimes paying more, but then getting something you would already be paying for at a reduced rate is how you have to envision some of your negotiations. That might have been a bit of a roundabout example, but that's kind of how I attack life. 
there are certain things that only have a, a little bit of wiggle room, but there are things around it that people never really think about, and that is where you can save a lot of money. So that was my car dealership example. Okay, that was a lot about vehicles. For those of you still listening, I love you and I thank you, and a lot of love here. There is. And I actually am sincere. I really do love the people watching and, and uh, listening and the people that have just basically given me a, a purpose in life. And my main purpose is to try and predict price drops for people. So I'm going to tell you about the top deals from this week. There was a bit of a cold spell going around the country right now. I was in Cleveland, Ohio yesterday where it minus 40 something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know Chicago is colder than the Antarctic today, or at least while I'm recording this. And uh, Toronto got almost a foot of snow, most snow it's had in 50 years. So there was a major North Face sale that I profiled last week. I think Columbia is worth looking at this week. If you just go to the Columbia Coats website for winter gear, there's you can find right now they've got these uh, really nice spring jackets for $29.99 if you're in a part of the country right now that isn't frigid. But... The winter wear sale is amazing. You can save 40% on coats. I think that's exciting. For me, I prefer Columbia to North Face. I think North Face is a phenomenal brand, but you're paying for a little bit more of an aesthetic. I think the the quality is comparable on Columbia and you get it at a fraction of the price. I know Columbia isn't as sexy as North Face, but that is worth looking at. So uh, both the respective websites for those merchants, you will find huge savings. Other big savings uh, today, if you're looking for a backpack that can handle your tech, great way to dodge some of the check bag fees. This is actually one one cool thing. So most major airlines, not the discount ones where they charge you to bring on a carry-on, but uh, most major airlines will allow you one carry-on item and one personal item. We're talking Delta, United, Air Canada as an example. So I can actually pack for about a week out of no required check bags. How do I do that? Well, I have my carry-on, which adheres to all of the sizing requirements, but... We are allowed one personal bag. Personal bags were originally supposed to be purses, and then purses became totes, and totes became larger bags. And backpacks actually qualify. So between a backpack and a carry-on, I can go away for nine days without having to check a bag. It's a beautiful thing. You save time on point A and point B. And then you also can dodge those fees. And also keep in mind, if you do go to a discount area and they a discount airline and they allow one personal item on board, a backpack would be a great way to go. My favorite backpack today, handsomebrandsllc.com or youtubedeals.com, but handsomebrandsllc.com and you will find the club backpack. Usually it's on sale for 60 bucks, $29.99 today with free delivery. Very excited about that. Awesome. Uh, a couple of other deals worth your while. If you're looking for an amazing Italian cookware set, that's usually 300 bucks down to 149. This is a six-piece nonstick cookware set. It's awesome, spectacular. Has all of those seals and environmental checks, so your aluminum is not rubbing off into your food. If there's a nonstick coating or Teflon, you cannot poison your family. This is a great grab and uh, one of my favorite deals today as well. You can find that deal at PremierGourmetOutlet.com. That's P-R-E-M-I-E-R gourmetoutlet.com or just youtubedeals.com. It's part of my roundup as the top five video pop top five deals video for the week. If you are looking for a jump starter with the cold weather, also on Handsome Brands LLC this morning is a portable car jump starter that is, or this evening, depending when you are listening to this, is a $100 smart iClever portable car and truck jump starter power bank. This will handle up to 4.5 liter gas or 3.0 liter diesel engine with a battery boost built into a power bank. It includes the non 
uh, I would say the more durable version of the crocodile cables. Compact enough to store in a glove box. You can put it under a seat. It's basically a power bank that really has enough power in it to jumpstart your vehicle. It is a smart vehicle power bank, and it will also determine what type of load is required, so it will not overpower or overjump anything. Regularly $100, with free delivery. That will sell out very quickly, but I'm very excited to see that. Yes! Oh, I love that deal. That has me excited. Okay. I got a request now. We're going to go through some listener requests. These are kind of cool. Hmm. All right. Here we go. This is a good one. Matt, you mentioned jewelry in a prior podcast. That is right. I would like to, this is very good. I would like to thank Barry for noting that. Barry is shopping for something for his wife. He would like jewelry as soon as possible with Valentine's Day right around the corner. And you are in luck, Barry. The reason you are in luck is the 31st of this month, depending on when you are listening to this, this is January. There will be, let me look at this deal. This is actually really cool. This is your key to $150 worth of pearls for $69.99. And they do have a higher MSRP actually than what's listed. This is the Terra Mesa Sterling Silver Freshwater Pearl Necklace and Earring Set. This is a great grab. You are saving 53%, $80 off. You get a 40-inch necklace and it's a really cool pearl set. Actually, they're beautiful. I'm looking at them now. Huh. And then you also get hook back earrings. You could also just buy this and then sell it on eBay and make a lot of money. This is dealsie.com, D-E-A-L-S-I-E.com or youtubedeals.com is where you can find it. But that is a really good deal. And uh, that again is active beginning January 31st, 2019. Okay. This is a request from Tyler. Tyler. Tyler would like to know if there is anything better than an action cam that he can use to shoot skateboarding and other fun things going on. I don't know what those fun things going on, but there is a really cool HD video camera that will drop, I think February 4th or 5th. It is a 360 degree camera. I'm actually gonna see if I can do a full deal roundup of this, Tyler. This is a spherical camera that will capture virtual reality action using basically a single ultra fisheye lens with a 240 degree field of view. So what does this mean? Well, it, it can stream directly to your smartphone. It can capture incredible footage, but it's got a really rugged design so you can slam it around. This will be a $70 price drop down from 300 bucks. You'll be saving 230, 76%. That will be something I will include in my roundup youtubedeals.com. Give me a week to get to that and I will find that for you. And then I have a request from Daria, yes, she would like beauty bargains, specifically the iPads that she keeps seeing on Amazon. When do those deals drop? February 6th, Daria, generally the week before Valentine's Day, you'll see the, the foot pads, the, the lip stuff. And those deals will all drop. I don't know where they're going to be. So if you stick with these podcasts, I will, I will profile them for you specifically. But February 6th, 7th, and 8th is when we will see that. And then I have a request from Stephen. He would like to know what is the best way or best device to stop snoring. And there is a device that I am going to check because I do snore. It's called the Snore Circle. I think it's essentially a sleep mask that will wake you up if you snore, sort of a gentle vibration or pulse method. I've had a chance to test a competing version of this product. I have to see if this is the one that I actually test tested from CES last year. 
and I will see if I can get some doctors to weigh in on that, Stephen. But generally, those deals are, I think, let me just, I think I am right with my prediction on this. Probably the week of Valentine's week. That's when I think. So stick with me on that and uh, we'll have that. I did get some comments about last week, people looking for vacuum deals. And if you are able to wait for a deal on the shark, also Valentine's Day week. So I know we're building two weeks out, but those are some really good deals. I will feature them right here and make sure that you get hooked up. Well, that's awesome. That's good. Okay. So we've covered the vehicles. We briefly covered uh, your your questions. And if there are more questions that can help propel my frugality so I can provide a, a podcast that's helpful to you, that's my thing. That's my passion. And I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast so I can actually get back to you with the insight that you want. And if you don't feel like subscribing, totally cool with that. If you don't mind just rating and sharing this podcast, that increases its discoverability, as I've said before, not to sound like a broken record, but my next podcast is as good as the people that listen. No, that sounds really wrong. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. I'm only as good as my next deal. And my next podcast is only as good as the insight from the people listening. So you guys make it better. You make me better. And if you don't want to make it better, I totally respect that. If you think I'm out of luck, again, totally cool. But but if you are able to share the podcast or rate it, it, it allows for other people to get in on the action. And then maybe I can learn something from them. So thank you. Thank you for all of your questions. Have a great upcoming week. Good luck with your upcoming purchases. And I would love to be of assistance in any way I can. Happy savings. I'll see you next week. I upload every Wednesday. <laughs>